The search for planets outside our solar system constitutes a key element of what is possibly the most profound question for humanity. Is there life elsewhere in the universe? ESO's observatories are equipped with a unique arsenal of instruments for finding, studying and monitoring these so-called exoplanets, or extrasolar planets. Using the Very Large Telescope VLT, astronomers were able for the first time to spot the faint glow of a planet outside our solar system, taking the first ever picture of an exoplanet. This new world is a giant one, some five times more massive than Jupiter. This observation marks a first major step towards one of the most important goals of modern astrophysics, to characterize the physical structure and chemical composition of giant and, eventually, terrestrial-like planets. The VLT has also played a crucial role in the discovery of a system of seven Earth-sized planets orbiting a star just 40 light-years away, TRAPPIST-1. Three of the planets lie in the habitable zone and could harbor oceans of water on their surfaces, increasing the possibility that the star system could play host to life. This system has both the largest number of Earth-sized planets yet found and the largest number of worlds that could support liquid water on their surfaces. The high accuracy radial velocity planet searcher, astronomers discovered no fewer than four planets orbiting a nearby star with masses below that of Neptune, including a two Earth mass planet, the smallest ever discovered, and a seven Earth mass planet that resides in its star's habitable zone. This planet orbits its host star in about 66 days. Astronomers think that this planet is covered by oceans, a waterworld. This discovery marks a groundbreaking result in the search for planets that could support life. Also with the aid of HARPS, astronomers have found clear evidence of a planet orbiting the closest star to Earth, Proxima Centauri. 
This rocky world, a little more massive than Earth, has a temperature suitable for liquid water to exist on its surface. Another telescope at La Silla, using an innovative technique known as microlensing, worked as part of a network of telescopes scattered across the globe. This collaboration discovered a new extrasolar planet significantly more Earth-like than any other planet found so far. The planet, which is only about five times as massive as the Earth, circles its parent star in about ten years, and most certainly has a rocky, icy surface. A planet is an object orbiting a star, that is massive enough both to have achieved an almost spherical shape, and to have cleared the rotating disk of dense gas, known as the protoplanetary disk, that surrounds a newly formed star. Planets differ in this from dwarf planets, such as Pluto, which do not have enough mass to clear the protoplanetary disk area. The first detection of an exoplanet occurred in 1992 when the astrophysicists Alexander Walshchan and Dale Frail discovered three exoplanets. They were found in an unexpected environment, orbiting the pulsar, PSR, 1257 plus 12. In 1995, the Geneva-based astronomers Michel Mayer and Didier Queloz detected the first exoplanet around a normal, main-sequence, star, 51 Pegasi. 
The planet, named 51 Pegasi b, has around half the mass of Jupiter and whizzes around its parent star in just over four Earth days, lying almost eight times closer to it than Mercury is to the Sun. Since 1995, this area of astronomy has become a very dynamic research field and astronomers have found over 450 exoplanets, as of May 2010, using a host of techniques. Astronomer can determine much about a distant star by recording its spectrum. As the star moves in the small orbit resulting from the pull of the exoplanet, it will move towards the Earth and then away as it completes an orbit. The velocity of the star along the line of sight of an observer on Earth, is its radial velocity. Changes in the radial velocity, of the star cause the lines in the star's spectrum, to shift towards, redder wavelengths, when the star is moving away from us, and towards bluer wavelengths when the planet is approaching us. This is the Doppler effect, and it is noticeable with sound waves in everyday life, for example in the change of pitch of an ambulance siren as it drives past on the street. The periodic changes in the star's radial velocity depend on the planet's mass and the inclination of its orbit to our line of sight. These tiny changes or wobbles can be measured by a distant observer. Astronomers use high-precision spectrographs to study Doppler-shifted spectra, looking for small regular variations in the radial velocity of a star. As the inclination of the planetary orbit is unknown, the measurement of this regular variation gives a minimum value for the mass of the planet. The radial velocity method has proven to be the most successful in finding new planets. At present, the most successful low-mass exoplanets hunter is HARPS, high-accuracy radial velocity for planetary searcher, which is mounted on ESO's 3.6 meters telescope at La Silla, Chile. Exoplanets are fascinating because they may solve mysteries about our own solar system. There is a wealth of data available to study different types of galaxies and stars, which has enabled astronomers to develop models and theories on star and galaxy formation, and to place our own galaxy and star amongst them. 
The solar system is 4.6 billion years old, but there is no way to measure directly how it formed and it was, until recently, the only planetary system that we knew of, so there was nothing to compare it with. We had no idea if it was one of many, a typical example of a planetary system, or a unique one-off. Studying the formation of other young planetary systems may give us answers. Protoplanetary disks are regions of dust and gas orbiting very young stars, where planets are formed. Current theories of planetary formation suggest that dust particles start to collapse under gravity and stick together, forming bigger and bigger grains. If young protoplanetary disks survive the threat of stellar radiation and impacts by comets and meteorites, then matter continues to clump together and eventually planetoids may form. Planetoids are celestial objects bigger than meteorites and comets, but smaller than planets. After a few million years, most of the circumstellar dust will have been swept away as planetoids accumulate mass and grow into planets.